podcast that sounds funny and this is the week of june 20th 2023 we are in season three we're on show 34 and this is episode 137 we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it i'm your host keith and joined with me today are popcorn terry all right and coffee drinking jill (laughs) and i just got some water Hey, it is June 20th, That's the day after Juneteenth, so if anyone went to any picnics or events yesterday, I know I sure didn't. Nope, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. Wow. And uh, like somebody I'm pointed out right. before we started recording, it's summer's eve. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's the first day of summer. <laughs> wow. So it's the if, if you're, I, I guess that's a feminine hygiene product. Isn't Summer's it? Eve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's what it is. I some of our yes. female listeners out there will have to email us in and tell us about it. Yeah, you know, that's what it is. I'll tell you, but they can still call in. <laughs> you can still call in and let us know. Uh, hey, we actually do have an email later from a, someone who actually sent it in. Uh, okay. we'll get to that later though yeah uh, i don't have any much new stuff to be talking about this week does anyone have a question i admit it now yes i just didn't have much going on this week i have a quick little thingy that uh, I, I guess it was father's day but other than that nothing really remarkable happened well I, i've been listening to watching family matters still I'm up to season seven. The Adventures no, of Urkel. No, I'm still in season six. In season six, they, they started doing things like uh, at the end of the show, the different episodes, you know, they, they talk about the real life events at the time, whatever. Um, right. But there was a, at the end of the show, they did a public service announcement, uh, Urkel, but not Urkel, but as his regular persona stefan the actor no jamal white White. and and then the girl who played laura you know like they had an episode where a kid in the high school needed some bone marrow and so they were talking about doing a bone marrow stuff Mm -hmm. then another episode there's someone who has some bone marrow out there they want to donate you're only about 40 years too late (laughs) (laughs) or 30 years too late whatever it was and then they had an episode where um um, Eddie got pulled over by the police and handcuffed and put on the ground. Oh. And then they, then they had an episode that had to deal with handguns and, and, uh, yeah. they did a public person. As opposed to yeah. foot guns. <laughs> yeah. So they were doing serious good. stuff at the end of the show. Uh, public of, service announcements. Yeah. Some of them. Well, I got a kind of funny little story. I was at my daughter's yesterday, and my little grandson, shout out to Maverick, 
that told us he wants on his birthday cake. He just had a birthday in March, so he's got a while to wait for his birthday. <laughs> Most kids, they tell you, you know, they want Sonic or they want some popular cartoon characters on their birthday cake. He wants Jesus kicking the devil's butt on his birthday oh, all cake. Right. Because he thinks Jesus <laughs> is his superhero. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't he know. Like Superman. So yeah. Put Jesus in a Superman costume and the devil in the Joker's costume. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Karate though. moves on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's <laughs> that just reminded me. <laughs> That just reminded me of another episode on the Family Matters show. You know how he he came up with this chamber thing where he can change the stuff on and the other stuff. Well, he got he went somewhere and uh, he he turned himself into. Uh, in one episode, he turned himself into. He has hair samples of different celebrities that he could take on their personas. And stuff. So he, Lord, got picked on or bullied at a bar. So he turned himself into Bruce Lee and kicked <laughs> all their butts and stuff. Oh. It was pretty funny. And then in the Ur Ur last, kicked their butts. Wow. Yeah. And, and then in the last episode I watched, uh, he had actually mixed it together. He had had a hair of, uh, oh, what's his really smart guy? Sig not Sigmund, um, Einstein. Einstein and Elvis. <laughs> he was like a split personality. But anyway, hey, you want me to try to do this call? I guess so, if you want. Sure. Let me see what do it at that point. Can you hear it ringing? Yep. Let's see. He doesn't know we're calling. It's his birthday. It'll be a surprise. A happy surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He, he sees his card. He goes, oh, my gosh, it's Terry calling me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? He's part the doctor. We'll leave him a message. Hey, Roger, this is Keith and Terry and Jill doing our podcast we we're calling you from our podcast to tell you happy birthday happy, happy birthday. birthday sing to him terry yeah it's progress huh yeah well speaking of progress it's time to progress to our next segment and that would be random stuff Made up movie reviews. Hello? We had the Wild yeah, Goose guest host. Oh, hold on, Roger. Can you hear him? Yeah. They can't hear you, Roger. But we called yes. you and told him we're singing Happy Birthday to you. Who's that? Me and Keith and Jill. Well, hi, everybody. Yeah, Hello. You hung up three times right when I answered. Well, that's because you. Well, thank you guys for happy birthday, Tui. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our podcast, so. Oh, are you? Yeah, and we're recording right now. Oh well, good for you. Yeah, uh, good for you. <laughs> so, get back to your podcast. Hi, Jill. Hi, Keith. Hi. Hi. Oh golly. Don't Put know him on the spot. <laughs> right off hand. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you later. 
Bye-bye. Bye. He was caller number one. What did he win? <laughs> a free birthday cake with Jesus. Song. Jesus kicking up on the devil. <laughs> the rocking and a rolling here. We've handled this sort of thing before. All yeah. right. So, anyway, back to our random topic. And with, with our random topic, we need to have six items on the wheel. Four, that's right. And that was our made it movie review. There we go. Now we are on the right page here. And the uh, movies are coming out this week, which is also the name of the web page, is (laughs) Black Lotus. That sounds like something racist if you ask me. Black Lotus, man. Uh, Coyote could be a number of things, right? I am T Rex. About a dinosaur. (laughs) Sounds very dinosaur. And none of these have none of these have a rating on them, so I'm guessing it might be new TV shows or new series coming out. South Beach Ah. Shark Club. (laughs) The beach is that way. Um, must surrounded. be a shark to join that club. <laughs> yeah, you must be a shark. You must be this long <laughs> to join the club. Uh, surrounded is rated R. That's the first one that has a rating on it. Surrounded. Mad Heidi, not rated. <laughs> so that little girl up in the mountains. She's coming Can down. You hear me? She is. Shake it <laughs> off. No, we can't hear you at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the Secret Invasion series. So I can go on. There's more, but do you want to talk about any of those? Sure. All right. Let me go back to the top of my list. And we had Black Lotus. It sounds like, I don't know, it's like a superhero, like an evil superhero or something. Yeah. It, it sounds like the opposite of White Lotus that was on HBO. Uh, well, that, that is racist. You have oh. black lotus and white lotus. Holy cow. One's only, the good one and one's the evil one. <laughs> only Terry would think of that. I, I tried to watch the white lotus and I just couldn't understand me, it. I me just, and Jilly saw superheroes. <laughs> well, Didn't yeah. Understand. What was the white lotus? I haven't even heard of it or seen it. It'd be the opposite yeah, of whatever that was. I mean, it, See, it was a show. It was a show. It, it was a series. White lotus is like toilet paper and then you oh. use it. And then it's Black Lotus. (laughs) (laughs) It's the flip side. Uh, Let's see. Coyote. Not rated. It has a rating on it. It's an ugly movie about ugly coyotes. Coyote. That's coyote ugly. I think it's about somebody bringing people over from Mexico. I don't know. Could be. I, I also thought oh, yeah. maybe it's, it's like the Roadrunner movie, only it features like coyote instead of Mimi. <laughs> coyote finally catches that pesky Roadrunner. <laughs> there you go. That, that's about. I am T Rex. Well, dinosaur is pretty obvious, yeah. but. Uh, I, well, I, I guess I like I am robot. Point. It's like a robot TX T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> he transforms. Yeah. Transformer. 
Yeah, he's transformed into a little kid, <laughs> and then he unfolds <laughs> on the T Rex. Yeah. Probably. That'd be a good movie. Kids would love to watch that. Yeah. And even some adults might like T I am T Rex. Yeah. South Beach Shark Club. Well, if you live in South Beach, you can join that club, but first you must be bit by a shark. Well, it's like, uh, you know, they always have, have the beaches and they have like shark warnings, have to get out of water to the shark. They see the <laughs> shark and they say, get in the water, everybody. The sharks need to be fed. <laughs> you know what? If you have a dog and you live close to a beach, don't name him Shark. Yeah. Here, Shark. <laughs> Don't Get out take of the water, the shark. Quit playing in the water. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the sharks jump on the beach and put on their suntan lotion. Lay on the beach towels. It's just like the opposite <laughs> people out in the water. Uh, surrounded, huh? They maybe just lay on top of the water with their suntan lotion. They don't want to get out of the water and lay on the beach. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the sharks are afraid of the kids in the water. We can't go to water with <laughs> kids out there. <laughs> but next one is surrounded, rated R. I mean, surrounded can be vague, but the rated R makes you think it's something either violent or maybe raunchy or something. Yeah, something is being surrounded. What could it be? Somebody in the water with sharks. <laughs> yeah. China is surrounding the U.S. border with warships because everybody's too busy with June Pride Month and too, <laughs> too busy with Juneteenth and uh, those gay nuns at the Dodgers game, whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> so China is, it surrounds us and sneaks up on us. Oh, it could be we're trying to surround our country with a big tall wall. <laughs> ah, yeah. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Let's see. Mad Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> it's that little Swiss girl, I'm telling you. It, she's she's growing up and she's got some PMS. <laughs> she uh, can't find any hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna get revenge on those people. I have to story. see if you can hear me crunching on popcorn. It's been years <laughs> since we watched the movie Heidi, so I don't even remember what she was doing to make her angry way, you know, as she grew up. But and, and Heidi, well, I mean, she was she was always the one who was the the pleasant person. I mean, she had bad circumstances. She was an orphan. Her aunt didn't want to take care of her anymore. She pawned her off on the grandpa, and she, you know, was. Helped with the little goat herding boy, whatever his name was, Peter, I think. And she yodeled, right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it was Shirley Temple in the movie. I guess they may have made other remakes since then, but that's the one I remember. Yeah. But maybe she's she's just tired of being the cheerful one. I'm tired of making everybody happy. <laughs> I'm tired of it. You hear me? I'm tired. It's my turn to meet, make me happy. Come on. If My you angry. If you don't make me happy, maybe in my vengeance. Yeah. No, if I ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> well, you would like um, it if I'm angry. 
Let's see. Is my microphone muted? Something here. No, you're talking. Uh, I was like, I was pushing the buttons on it, and I I was trying to turn it up, my, and I didn't know if I had muted my microphone. Well, I got a new toy. I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I went to uh, look at the top of my list again and then the web page disappeared so let me open that back up i saw an interesting back movie to over the top week. of my list and we'll we'll see what the alleged real definitions are here yeah uh let's see black lotus uh an ex special forces operative Wages a one-man war through the streets of Amsterdam to rescue a friend's daughter, taken by the crime syndicate. Uh, Between the explosions, flying bolts, and crashing cars, uh, only has one goal: to rescue the kidnapped daughter. Hmm. So it's kind of an action adventure series, Black Lotus. But I was thinking Lotus, like the Orient, like you know, Asia, not. Amsterdam. A flower. Yeah, but he's running, running through the flowers. Amsterdam, I would think tulip. You know, yeah. black tulip would make sense, but black lotus would make you think of like <laughs> Nepal or China or something. But uh, anyway, uh, Coyote, a story about forbidden love using teleportation what? technology for two refugees to escape genocide when they press. The wrong back alley to reporter, huh? That that's let's see. forbidden love. This oh dystopian future teleportation technology enables two refugees to escape genocide when they trust. Oh, when they trust the wrong back alley teleporter. Um, they're separated and in their desperate attempt to be reunited. Dot dot dot. Yeah, sci-fi movie. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought about that. No, me either. I thought maybe it turned them into coyotes. <laughs> yeah, there's a fly in here. Oh, help me! Help me! There's a coyote well, in here. Oh. Just the hair is all it takes. <laughs> yeah, has to see me, Urkel. <laughs> yeah, It'd be like the Urkel coyote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I am T Rex. After a power hungry dinosaur outside the valley of something, it takes the dinosaurs by surprise, uh, begins to drink, vowing to never to return until he's the biggest and bravest in all the land. Finally, the strongest to challenge the evil thing and restore peace to Green Val. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm. So basically, it's like a kids' movie. Uh, Power hungry dinosaur from outside the valley attacks the king of dinosaurs. Oh, the young LT, uh, T-Rex. Uh, so it's kind of like a Lion King story, or maybe only dinosaurs. Okay. Hmm. The South Beach Shark Club. In 1970s, Lamy Beach, a group of teenager outcasts bond together on a rock uh, fishing pier 
of bragging rights for the biggest shark catch of all time, the epic endless summer surfing that ultimately remind us that something blah, 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 dot, dot, dot. Uh, so it says in 70s Miami Beach. Now, isn't that in Florida, Miami Beach? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're going to do endless summer of surfing and skate uh, skateboarding. Skateboarding, I can see. They don't surf in Florida. The waves aren't big enough. <laughs> uh, they got their their coast crossed up there. I, I, I've never seen any waves big enough to surf on in Florida unless there's a hurricane coming. And then like you. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. I don't even remember people doing like any boogie boards out there or body surfing. Uh, just the waves just don't don't uh, do surfing well. <laughs> but anyway. when we were down there in '77, that was two years after Jaws came out. I know, which happened to be today. You today you in swim, 1975. Swim around. You're afraid something's going to nibble on your foot. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the water. <laughs> yeah, though that was awfully close to the time frame. I remember that. Uh, the next one, Surrounded, rated R. You're um, surrounded. Hmm? You're the Wild surrounded. West has... The, oh, the Wild says. West? Huh. Hold on. Somebody was talking, I couldn't hear what it said. Hmm. The Wild West was never... Had never seen a force like Mo Washington. Michael K. Williams, Brett Jones... Grant Gilbert, Justin Thomas, and that's it. It all says it is the, the Wild West has never seen a force like Moses Washington. That's the whole thing. It's a, oh. I guess, an adventurous uh, cowboy movie. I guess so. You've never seen one like it, apparently. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they have spaceships in there or something. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't maybe, it's a, maybe it's a black cowboy movie. Well, oh, we'll see. They did the spaceships. They had a uh, Cowboys meets Alien one time, and they had a had the and uh, Blazing and Saddles. They had that one black dude who was the sheriff or something. So they, they've done those before. Maybe, ooh, maybe it's a trans cowboy movie. Oh no, <laughs> one like we've never seen before. Well, you've never seen that before. You've seen Brokeback no. Mountain, but now we're going trans. You've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> what you got? You really go on, big guy. Asian cowboys. Yeah. There we go, Asian cowboys. <laughs> yeah, some of those are selected pretty good, but some of those descriptions, like that Western, like that just is a sucky description. They yeah, were out there. You, you got to give me more the than a list West. of names in it. They had uh, Asians but, out there in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. but I've never seen an Asian Kung cowboy Fu. movie. Although Kung Fu. Well, I mean, because things... well, I mean, they helped build the railroad. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And David Carradine was Kung Fu, a series written by Bruce Lee, or at least the concept was pitched by Bruce Lee. Hmm. Right. And he, he was really mad because he didn't get cast for the main role. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was hoping he'd be the star, not David Carradine. Hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. mad Heidi. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> oh, okay. It's another one of these dystopian things. A dystopian Switzerland that has fallen under the fascist rule uh, 
Heidi lives a pure and simple life in a Swiss Alps. The grandfather uh, does his best to protect Heidi, but her desire for freedom soon lands her in trouble. All right. Well, that's we're close to that one. Yeah. Sort of. It, it was about the Heidi who lives up in the Alps. Yeah, and she gets angry. <laughs> She, well, the, apparently the, the Nazis go wild and she decides to seek her freedom at an inopportune time. Anyway, that's all we had that we discussed, but the, the, the list does go on with more late breaking and news and TV stuff. So hmm. I, have a, hmm? I have, a, I have a, a movie I saw over the weekend. I didn't mention it earlier. There's a movie. It was just called 65. And I watched oh. it yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, that was weird." It was about supposedly, retiring, right? <laughs> huh? About people no, retiring. No, no. It was about an astronaut, a, a <laughs> guy who crash lands his spaceship on an alien planet, and there's a person on board in a cryo chamber who survived, you know, but he had located that pod, and then there was a girl in there, and he had to teach her how to speak English, but. And then they were, um, they were, um, oh, what's the word? They were being chased around on the planet by dinosaurs. And yeah. as it came to be, this supposedly took, they had to get to the mountaintop to the broken part of the spaceship to get into the escape pod. But uh, the thing, the guy said that they were, it was 65 million years ago on Earth. Ah, that's like, the name, well, that's 65. Different. Right, right. It's like, oh, because they got in this ship and they took off and he said, they left her 65 million years ago. It's like, yeah. not, not about people retiring <laughs> from their job to get in there for a welfare What a ridiculous idea. What am I? Out of my mind? I don't need you hanging around here, sailor. I don't need anything about you. I got along great before... Before my father died? What do you want me to do, Slate? Leave? Well, sit down, Slate. You're sweating. It's a trick I know. It's hot, so I sweat. You want me to fan you? I'll fan you. You like me to fan you, Slate? Like this? Uh, look at you. The way you're dressed. Jeans, the way your hair is. Man has to walk toward you to know you're a woman. Why don't you do something about your hair, sailor? What's the matter with it? Other women with hair like that, they'd... With hair like what? Like this? You can touch it, Slate. Touch it. Go ahead. Touch it. Answer the door. You answer it. Uh, well, uh, anyway. with, with all that uh, out of the way, it's time to move forward into our news. Segments. I have a story. I got a couple <laughs> of them. Me too. I got a bunch of them. I got a story. Jill, you were just on vacation in Michigan. Yep. But were you on Interstate 94? Do you I remember? don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because on, on Interstate 94 in Michigan, a, tr a semi-truck spilled this load of empty beer kegs all over huh? the highway. They were high when they fell off the truck. 
it took four hours to to clear up the 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 spill of empty beer kegs. It probably would have took less time if they were full. <laughs> well, I don't know. And so it might take it even more a, time if they were full. And on westbound, westbound 94, east of Jackson, Michigan, hmm. both lanes of traffic were over, was shut down by overturned truck, spilling this load of empty beer kegs. They're probably bouncing around all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would um, imagine, like little hollow metal ping pong balls. Huh? <laughs> The 62-year-old driver of the truck was not injured. The yeah. state police tweeted. Ohio woman is getting in trouble because she has a nine-and-a-half-foot-tall statue of a werewolf in her front yard. Oh, huh. She bought it as a Halloween decoration in October but she thought it was so neat she left it up and she put <laughs> different costumes on it different Santa suit on the werewolf yeah, baby new puts... year diaper on the werewolf <laughs> uh, she says she's getting ready to buy a big uh, Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses I guess for summertime <laughs> hmm. Her name is Mary like Simmons, and she lives in Dayton, Ohio. So if you want to see this big werewolf, uh, just drive by and take uh, a peek at the cop. Interesting uh, fashion statement there. Huh? Did she, did she get it from this? She said it's 95 foot tall, and I was like, 95, but then it said 9.5 when I got hmm. into the article. And she what named it, this was it left over? Was it left over from the set of Teen Wolf? It might Table. have been something like that because I'm assuming it must be shaped sort of human-like if she's putting clothes on it. Yeah. It's her house mascot and she says she feels safe. Nobody will break into a house with this tall werewolf in its front yard. <laughs> yeah, or something. I'm assuming she, put, she could put a sticker on it, ADT. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. some people in her neighborhood like that it's theirs, just, you know, something fun. And there's one neighbor, though, they didn't say which <coughs> one, of course, called the police and got tired of, you know, why is this Halloween decoration still up? It's very annoying. And so that's why the police came to her house and asked her to put it away. But they're not really. So, so what she does is she, she takes it out of her yard and she finds that neighbor and puts it in their yard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, and she, did I say she nicknamed him Paul? And he has his own Facebook page with over 2,000 followers. <laughs> Tall Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's funny yeah. though, because in the article it says Paul right here at this part, but later on they call it Phil. So maybe it's Philip Paul. I don't know. No. Paul Phil. Yeah. Yeah, the police aren't worried about making her take it down. It's the last thing on their mind. They have enough other things to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes cops have to pick and choose what kind of yeah. petty stuff they want to bother with. When we had our, our enclosed porch, my wife used to put a Christmas tree out there and decorate it for all the different seasons. Yeah, I've heard people do that. 
So she's had fun with the Halloween werewolf and is going to decorate it. Hmm. I wonder if at can... Easter it had bunny ears. <laughs> yeah. Red Christmas lights around it. Had, a, had an Easter <laughs> basket full of eggs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. But... I got a quick one here about a killer whale may be attacking boats due to an injured matriarch, scientists believe. Uh, this takes place off the coast of Spain, apparently, where they uh, had recently had some a fishing boat, I think, attack or injure or somehow damage one of the orcas that live around there. It turns out it was one of the older uh, female orcas. Ever since then, some of the adult orcas have been attacking sailboats. They'd knock them <laughs> over, try to sink them. They'll play like Jaws and jump up on a deck. The baby orcas even have gotten in on, on the thing. And, uh, and they, they believe that uh, not only is the parents teaching the babies how to do it, the babies are teaching each other how to do it. <laughs> and it's all because somebody wounded one of their their elderly women in their orchestra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Orchestra. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so everybody in the ocean out there needs to watch out when they're traveling. Don't hit no orcas. <laughs> yeah. Leave them killer whales alone. They got passive aggressive tendencies, it looks like. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> An Australian man sitting on his toilet spots a huge snake on top of his shower. Oh. Right. It wasn't <laughs> under his butt, at least. <laughs> and it, uh, in Queen- Queensland. So did it scare the crap out of him real fast? <laughs> he said, holy crap. He had a 10-foot python on the top of a shower. Anthony Johnson said he, who was a snake wrangler in Australia since Steve Owens died, um, came, got a call to come to this guy's house to wrangle this big snake. And the snake catching business posted photos of the snake. Um, then uh, it was perched on top of the shower door frame up by the light where it's nice and warm. Yeah, I would imagine. After he laughed for a few minutes, <laughs> the snake wrangler pulled the snake down. Poor it was snake. a little upset, he said. Who, the snake? <laughs> the snake, hey, the snake was a little cranky. Yeah. I was watching that guy no, poop. No, the snake was happy. He gave him a big hug. <laughs> it was a python constrictor. It, it says, 
He managed not to get bit as he wrangled it into a pillowcase. That must have been a pretty big pillowcase for a 10-foot python. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping he got his business done on the toilet before he had to get up. <laughs> Including the paperwork, huh? Yeah. And, well, the guy, he didn't catch it. He called somebody else to come get it. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but he still want to be done on the toilet and get out of there. <laughs> well, like that movie where the guy's stuck Hold on, the man, not done yet. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, the guy on the movie said what? Um, it was a Lethal Weapon with Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Oh. He was on the toilet, and the toilet paper roll said "boom." There was a bomb under him somehow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they called the police, and they don't tell nobody, and everybody Baby came. Go, yeah. Boom! Boom! <laughs> he told Mel Gibson, "Keep it quiet," and of course he couldn't. <laughs> Well, mine's a short one. I actually seen it on our local news since the other day was Father's Day. They had different news stories about Father's Day. And around St. Louis somewhere, there was a contest for fathers. Um, and it was a belly flopping contest. <laughs> See which dad could make the biggest wave when they belly flopped. And, what, you know, they were judged on uniqueness and the biggest splash and there was one other one but i forget what it was but i thought that was funny all these dads their bellies out doing belly flops <laughs> yeah terry needs to practice on that i know yeah maybe he could win one of these uh i don't know if they won trophies or what they didn't go a lot into the details on the news but oh that was pretty funny all the dads belly flopping for father's day for a belly flop, too, they, they all won girdles. <laughs> hold that belly in. So it stops the flapping. Well, um, some time ago, I remember we had this story about a guy who uh, fired an employee. And, of course, there was some kind of a rift between the two. And he was going to withhold his paycheck, and then he paid him back in like a whole truck full of oil-soaked pennies. Oh. Well, the follow-up to that story: <laughs> um, the uh, thirty-nine thousand in back wages are to be paid in back wages to uh, nine different employees that this guy had. Uh, the guy who had the oil-soaked pennies took him to court. And it turns out uh, he, he wasn't the only one who he was uh, shortened the wages on. And so a total of nine employees all sued him uh, for as much as $39,000 uh, because of his prank with the oil-soaked pennies and because of uh, neglecting to properly pay them uh, like he should. And I bet so, they got money and it wasn't in pennies or oil-soaked <laughs> Hopefully, it was in the form of a check in cash yes. at the bank. <laughs> I don't think the article got into that depth. But, uh, but yeah, the guy who had the pennies, I think he his final paycheck was like 900 and some dollars. It was like uh, 90,000 pennies or something like that. 
Wow. Uh, but yeah, he, he uh, definitely uh, was kind of a jerk for a boss. <laughs> David Rush, who has broken over 250 Guinness Book of World Records, was uh, <clears throat> he uh, had a second appearance he, on America's Got Talent. And he was on there in June of 2020. But he was invited back last week to be on a show where he attempted to break the fist bumping record with Judge Howie Mandel. Fist bump. And he recently, he, in 30 seconds with the other guy, he did 273 fist bumps. Wow. But with Howie Mandel, he... They broke the record with 380 fist bumps in 30 seconds. Wow. And this over, over 30 per second. And he's got vibrator uh, hands. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his wife really likes him. <laughs> Rub my back. And the, the feet broke a, a, a yes vote from the judge, Harry Mandel, but he was sent home. After the rest of the judges voted no <laughs> for his uh, special talent, I guess. Ooh, boy. <laughs> fist bumping. Ooh. You know, yeah, what, what are you going to do that. next? <laughs> yeah. It's a good record-breaking thing, but it's like they need, to, they need to bring that show back. Now, that's amazing, or that's incredible. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that what America's Got Talent supposed to be, is people with weird talent or something? Yeah, America's got talent. You gotta have something else to top what you did, or you know, magicians yeah. if you can do more magic tricks. Or... Instead of 10 rabbits, I'm gonna pull 30 rabbits out of that. <laughs> in Sri Lanka, over in India, doctors removed the world's largest kidney stone. Hmm. There was a person in India who had a kidney stone. It, weigh, it weighed 1.75 pounds. Wow. wow. It was over five inches long. Well, that wasn't going to come out. <laughs> That was a boulder. <laughs> That'd be like passing a baby. Kidney brick. Five point twenty-six inches. One dot seventy-six pounds from a patient's right kidney. Wow. Apparently, there's a photo of it on Facebook. <laughs> Put up on a trophy case. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> I had think a kidney they stone. would have noticed it long before it got that big. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, your kidney is there in your back. It's having a big old five-inch diameter thing not in, the, in your back. Wow. Hmm. And it, it didn't bother the person. Oh. And uh, 
well, was as big as it was, years old. I would imagine it was nestled, nestled in there really good and wasn't moving around. Because when they started no, moving, 62. it hurt. Right, he was 62. And it, uh, it, uh, it beat the record. Uh, the earlier record was... Uh, it was uh, the, the previous largest, five five dot eleven inches, hmm. was also removed from a patient in India. So those well, Indians got some there to kid. give him kidney stones. Yeah. India, the yeah. home of the kidney stones, yeah. is a tourist attraction. <laughs> they have they a kidney stone them. theme park, roller coaster rides. <laughs> Eats, oh, they probably eat a lot of kidney beans over there. I guess. <laughs> <Or something. laughs> well, with that's the end of our news. Why are you so excited about What's the matter with you? Tony says, do we have a look? Oh, yes, of course. It's, it's then yeah. time to move on to some words. Weird. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. They're actually words for summertime. Oh, bikini. Uh, oh, well, thong. no. <laughs> oh, dang it. Um, there's only eight words, so it's a little shorter list. But our first word is... Uh... Estivate. Excavate. E S dig a hole. C I V A T E. Excavate. Yeah, I would think like to dig a hole, like you take your bucket and shovel out in the beach and make sandcastles or something. I don't know if that's the same word or not. Excavate. For skivvies. You, 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 uh, <laughs> Under you're, get really hot. <laughs> thinking up behind somebody is pulling down their skivvies, you're going to depants them. Yeah, excavate them. <laughs> I'll stick with that one. I like that one better. <laughs> you got any guesses, Terry? Mm, just to dig a hole. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and dirty. Dig a hole. Well, this means, I guess it could be, you're spending a hot state in the heated place, like like a hibernation, they hibernate in the winter, but it's a hot version of hibernation. Spending the heat a, version of hibernate. So some animals will like actually hibernate in the summer? Maybe, like, well... I was thinking, like in the desert, I thought there were some animals that go in the ground until it cools yeah, they, off. They kind of live underground during the heat of the day. Well, that's uh, I, was, I, I was also thinking, look at all those people in on the beach towel just laying there, excavating, or not moving, or hibernating. <laughs> just bathing in the sun. Yeah. Another word is. I Burden, V E R D A N. Oh, there's E at the end. Verdane. Verdane. 
Well, like verb, like green, it's like a Latin-based word for green. Uh, verd, verdane. Now things are getting green. Um, <laughs> how's your garden grow? Um, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty close. I mean, First in my class there at MIT Got skills, I'm a champion of D&D MC Escher, that's my favorite MC Keep your 40 out, just have an Earl Grey tea It's a, a rooftop <laughs> It says a lush green of outside vegetation So oh, okay. as things, yeah. I, I guess like you're saying The ver, verde, is that green in Spanish or something? Yeah, you can say something, something is verdant It means it's greenish in color um, Yeah, So yeah, kind of Fully, you know, fleshed out green shrubberies and stuff. Yeah. So, ding, 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 you got one right. <laughs> my MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. Quiescent is another word. Oh, what? Q U quiescent. Q U I E S C E. And T. Quiescent. Quiescent. Yeah, quiescent. I think how you say that. You tell those ants to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know I've heard it. Um, I was saying the same thing. You're telling somebody to be quiet. <laughs> quiescent. Um, I'm going to say you're obedient or something like that. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. So you got it half right. It does mean to uh, lay around quietly in a hammock in the summertime in the heat. And uh, just okay. Enjoy Laying your day. Laying around at rest. Quiescent. Again, the, yeah. the sunbathers on the beach are very quiescent out there. Laying yeah. around peacefully in the sun. Killigan and the skipper. Getting at sunburn. <laughs> Yeah, another word we got. Killer rap, I haven't run. At Pascal, well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Is ambrosial? Oh, ambrosial. A-M-B-R-O-S-I-A-L. Ambrosial. I know a guy whose last name is Ambrose. So it's something that belongs to a guy named Ambrose. That's mine. It's my ambrosial stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, what ambrose is like. I think it has to do with food or, or drink or something. But I don't know exactly. Yeah. Any guesses, Terry? The tasty Poop. treat. Uh, <laughs> that's what the that's what the tasty treat turns into when you're done with it. Yeah. All right, you remember Terry said poop because the oh. meaning of this word is actually Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Enjoyable to smell or taste. <laughs> <laughs> what well, maybe his poop is enjoyable to smell or taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his dogs follow him around so much. You want to try oh that later with that? <laughs> that worked out perfect. I say you see me roll on my segue. I know in my heart they think I'm wide and dirty. Oh, I gotta hear this word again. 
Classifier? It starts with a T H A L A S S O P H I L E. The lasophile. The lasophile. And that's you know, the last one. The words the in the summer into the line. <laughs> Well, file means a, a lover of something, like a pedophile of somebody who really likes kids in a bad way. Oh. Uh, or, you know, the, so the, the file ending means to love something, but now what in the heck is a, what the, what the lasso? The lasso. The lasso. Sounds like a dinosaur, don't it? <laughs> I love dinosaurs. Like yeah. a cowboy with a rope. I love watching the the IMT Rex movie. Well, your thorax is like on the what the the body of an ant or an insect. So you just love insect bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love the lasso cows with that rope. Oh yeah, you just love their lasso cows. There we go. Hmm. Well, this word. It's just too white and nerdy. It's just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy means somebody who loves the sea loves the sea yeah they love walking on the beach and being in the water and just oh, okay. enjoying what they call them a seophile oh, no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <The> oceanophile <laughs> well I they could thorough thor- have to do with it <laughs> i like to roll with the gangsters although it's apparent i'm too wide and dirty you, you might know this next word easy. It's sultry. Sultry? Yes. Hot and sultry, steamy, exotic yes. and sexy. Uh, ding, ding, ding. You pretty much got it right. Hot and sultry and sexy and ready for summer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. Okay, another word is droop. D R U P E. I didn't know you could oh, spell not, droop. Not with two O's, no. No, I guess that would be your saggy hot britches. <laughs> Maybe it's droopé. It could be. <laughs> That's French. It could be French. Droopé. Um, like a cat just knocked over my water. <laughs> There's it could something. be French because just like that one time when I had those French words and they have these big long meanings for this little bitty word. <laughs> uh, so, so it's a really precise thing. Huh? Oh yeah. It, it's it's when you're on the beach and people leave a cigarette but buried in the sand and you're trying to do a tank <laughs> when you find it. How's that for a specific meaning? I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics, you know I collect them. The pens in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. Okay, let's see if I can say this as, as it's talking in my ear. Slow him down. Okay, it's what a botanist would call a fruit with a thin skin like a peach or an apple. There. Nice to eat in the summer. <laughs> Wow. A fruit with a thin a, a thin a thin skinned, like an edible skinned fruit, like a tomato skin, because tomato yeah. is your fruit. <laughs> oh, you know, it's a droop. 
Oh. <laughs> Let's go to the grocery store. I need some more droops. <laughs> Let's go for some droops. <laughs> droopays. <laughs> so I need some pays for the fruit bowl. I mean, for the droopay bowl. <laughs> Wow. And another a... word I got is I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R O T F L O L. Halcyon. Oh, Halcyon? Yeah. Oh. H A L. Halcyon. The Halcyon days of summer is the phrase you hear with that. Uh, the hot, hot days, sunny days. Yeah. Hot and sunny, something like that. Happy or joyful times. Like, happy, happy summer times. day. Lovely times. Yeah. yeah. And that was all eight of our summertime words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want to bowl with the gangsters. But oh well, it's not me. I'm white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. On summer's eve. Yeah. What do you think of it, young man? I think it's rather good, huh? What does it actually matter? Here's Terry's top ten. So now we get to move on to Terry's top whatever he said five. Top ten. The real people your favorite superheroes are based on. I'm hot-blooded, chicken and sea Got a fever of 103 Come on, baby, do you do more than dance? I'm hot-blooded, hot-blooded So who's an incredible hook based on? This list was done... June 28th of 2022. So it's a more modern list. Number 10. Every breath you take. Every move you make. Every bond you break. Every step you take. I'll be watching you. Constantine. Does a superhero? Right. And well, in the comic book, Swamp thing. Oh, Constantine is a person. And, yeah, the right. Constantine emperor. is a person in a comic book, Swamp Thing. He was a Swamp. person, a background character. And oh, I he wonder why. Yeah, explain that because that sounds weird. <laughs> Stan Lee had uh, drawn him to, and he resembled the rock singer Sting from the police. Right, and so, um, whenever Sting noticed that Sting had uh, dressed on his one of his later albums, he had dressed in the same outfit that the character Constantine would, had wore in the Swamp Thing book, you know, the trench coat or whatever. Blah blah. I don't know this character myself, but. Yeah, now I'm even more confused because Constantine was a Roman emperor that lived around AD 325. Uh, so how does he know what he looked like or what he dressed like? He, did, he certainly <laughs> didn't have on a trench coat because trench coats weren't invented until like World War One. 
Uh, I mean, they had long coats for like you know cowboys, but but the actual trench coat we call it is was invented in World War One. But there's either the guy's name, the character in the swamp thing, or you know he used that particular name. Okie dokie. <laughs> it, it did make sense until you explained it. Now it makes less sense. <laughs> but it was a character in a comic book, and it was drawn out. He drew it after Sting, and Sting found out about it and liked it and started dressing like the character. Oh. Um, so he based that character off of Sting. Is, is that what Sting's last name is, Constantine? I don't know. <laughs> um, I keep getting work in here. Keep this move on along. <laughs> Number nine. Darling, you gotta let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. But you gotta let me know. Well, well, well. Should I stay or should I go? The Green Lantern was inspired by the creator by watching a subway worker using a green lantern to clear debris off of the railway tracks. Oh, okay. And um, I thought I had that. That was all I had on that. I thought I had some more on that one. Number, what was that? Number eight. Wonder Woman. It was based on the guy. The guy who created it had two wives, and he based time? the character. <laughs> yeah, he based the character on the strength of his two wives. I knew he had one wife. I didn't know he had two. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she was a mad Heidi too. <laughs> no, I, I do know she was a strong-willed person, a strength of character, and. Yeah, he, he based the character on that. Yeah. Mm. And the other wife wore bracelets all the time, and that's how he came up with some of the stuff uh, for her to wear. But apparently he was Mormon. And, and she, <laughs> so. she flew invisible airplanes, I bet. <laughs> she, she had to laugh so true. Tell me, how many wives do you have? Well, I have to tell you the truth. That's it. Number, number seven. People try to put us down. Batman. Oh, based and, on a real person, though. Based on uh, a bat. <laughs> well, the name Bruce Wayne comes from two two actual people from history. Robert the Bruce from Scotland and a Civil War general, Mad Anthony Wayne. Hmm. One battle for Scotland. One battled for Detroit. 
And, and so he just he based the the name on those those two uh, right Bruce Wayne anyway right, but the character Batman his alter ego whatever Bruce Wayne uh, number six. Iron Man. Um, In the movie, Robert Downey Jr. based his portrayal on Elon Musk. Oh. Um, But the 1963 version of Iron Man was based on Howard Hughes. Ah. Uh, The richest person in the world at the time. Yeah. Uh, number five. Superman. Yeah. Clark Kent, I know, was based on Superman. Clark Gable and another actor whose name was Kent. <laughs> Superman was a Frankenstein. Oh, really? <laughs> well, well, Superman was a Frankenstein based on recycled images of Hollywood actors. Oh, the, okay. the chiseled features of Tarzan, Johnny Weissmiller. Um, Clark Kent was based on silent actor Harold Lloyd. And hmm. Superman in the suit with the chest puffed out was Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Because oh, I heard the name Clark Kent. There was two movie actors who were really well known at the time. One of them, I don't know who's, what, who he is, but his name was Kent. Kent somebody or somebody Kent. And the Clark uh-huh. came from Clark Gable. Yeah. So there's a lot, of, is, a lot of real person influences of that one. There's a, they say there's a of a uh, a clear parallel between Superman and Moses. <laughs> mm-hmm. They say both of them were sent away as babies by their mothers to protect them yeah. from intimate danger. <laughs> Moses' mother put him in a basket and float him in the river. Superman's parents put him in a rocket ship and sent him to Earth. Yeah. Um, both and, were discovered and adopted and the creator of up. Superman were a couple of teenage Jewish boys to protect the dense people it says the dense Superman's people. real name <laughs> Superman's real name Car- Khalil 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 White is, <laughs> is Hebrew for is Hebrew for God so huh. it says here, yeah. Yeah, it'll be by like godlike or like God or something like that. Right. Superman, God, Superman versus the devil. No, that's <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, let's see. 
Number four. Spawn. S-P-A-W-N. Spawn. Spawn creator. Um, Todd McFarland. <coughs> he based that character. Um, come on. Al Simmons. Who was based on a real life person. Al Simmons. <laughs> In the, in the comic book Spawn is Al Simmons, but he created him after the guy in his office, Al Simmons. And uh, he he later went on to write a book um, in 2012. And so he dissociated himself with the creator of Spawn um, because he was trying to get more more popular from his own book than from comic book you know what i mean yeah i know nothing about spawn yeah i've never even heard of that superhero I, i've heard of yeah. it that was after my comic book reading days yeah number three the hulk um yeah. Jack Kirby actually created the character Hulk based on a woman. Did you know that? I didn't know hmm. that. Didn't he know witnessed that. his girlfriend was on PMS. Don't make her angry. <laughs> no, he like her he noticed, angry. He noticed a toddler crawling in the street and got trapped under a car and a distraught woman Looked as if she was going to scream. She bent down and lifted the car up off of the child. Hmm. And because it pumped up adrenaline, gave her extra, <laughs> extra power. And showed him what all people are capable of in a in heightened state of emotion. Don't make me mad. You would <laughs> like me angry. Uh, <sighs> number two. Professor X. Have you ever heard of that oh, one? From X-Men? Yeah. The guy that I never got into X-Men much, but X-Men. Yeah. The X-Men Patriot. The wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, well, the Patriot, the guy, the, the character with some people think it was based on Martin Luther King Jr. Um, however, <laughs> the character Professor X was originally based on the founder of the Prime Minister of Israel, David Ben Gohan. Um, and so he was based on a Prime Minister of Israel, hmm. apparently. <laughs> um, number one. Owner of a lonely heart. Owner of a lonely heart. Much better than the owner of a broken heart. Owner of a lonely heart. Uh, Doctor Strange. 
was was Doctor Strange was based on Vincent Price. Oh, really? His his character from the Raven. The, the character's name in the comic book was Dr. Vincent Strange. Ah. And so... Even Vincent Price was strange. <laughs> he was yeah. definitely a well-rounded actor, performer. Yeah. He started he was, out yeah. as a leading man type of actor, and he got into uh, other types, I think, honestly, comedy or something, and then he was a, an artist. The House on Haunted Hill. I, like yeah, I always he, pictured him he, as a scary. <laughs> he painted oh, paintings, yeah. and then he, he got into the scary stuff. He did a lot yeah. of stuff. Just like Jack Thrillers. Nicholson. Thrillers. He's creepy, too. Thrillers. Okay, that's all my top ten list. What sort of nonsense is this? Well, what on earth would you do down there? That uh, brings us to our anchor topic. On someone else's podcast, we're talking about embarrassing moments. I thought, have you ever had any embarrassing moments as a blind person, either encountering somebody <laughs> in public or somebody being uh, do, doing something embarrassing, to maybe try to help you out or something? So, so it sounds like Terry may have one. <laughs> sounds like it. I have quite a few, but some I don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Because we're not, we are trying to be G-rated or at least PG-rated. We don't want to get in the way to R's or X's there. <laughs> That's how some of these are. Uh, well, well, I kind of got one we, where I, you know, we, you're we can save those your... for the the after after show reel. Then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's embarrassing when you're walking through somewhere and you run into something and you apologize and then it's like a pole or it's not a person and oh yeah. I mean, Oops, that's sorry. embarrassing. Whoops, I ran into Oops, a sorry. pole. Sorry. <laughs> oh, crap. Sorry. Oh, you're not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've done that uh, a couple ah, times. Sorry. Well, whenever I was getting my guide dog years ago, I was walking down the sidewalk and across the street, and all of a sudden the dog just stops. I'm like, I know the sidewalk doesn't stop. What's going on? I know because I could hear the cars or the corners like way up ahead of us. And uh, uh, the, of course, you have your instructors around and they're trying to, you know, help, let me figure it out on my own. And what had happened is at this particular corner, there was a house that had, there was a sidewalk and then a grassy patch and then a driveway. And when we crossed the street, the dog veered a little bit. And he walked us up to the guy's driveway. What's <laughs> <laughs> what to do? I'm going to get back. Eventually, we figured it out. We retraced our steps. It was kind of embarrassing. Saying, "Guy's driveway." <laughs> I have another. <clears throat> it's kind of a. <clears throat> it's embarrassing. <clears throat> I still had vision at the time, but mom was blind and alive. And I took her to Walmart and I'm pulling, you know, I'm guiding in front of the cart and she is walking behind and we stopped. I was looking at something on the shelf and my, 
<clears throat> mom leaned forward and said, Terry, is there anybody in the aisle? And I said, no. And she let out a big fart. <laughs> I said, except for the guy kneeling on the floor stock in the shelf. <laughs> right behind her. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. About oh, the time she, she farted, I, she didn't let me finish my sentence. You know, I was like, no. oh, somebody <laughs> just let loose. That poor guy. <laughs> I was like, that was just embarrassing. But something similar that happened to me later after I went blind, I did the same oh, similar revenge. thing to my wife wild revenge. <laughs> and said, hey, Terry, is there anybody in the aisle? She's like, no. And I let loose like that, too. And I heard somebody in the next aisle laughing their butt off. <laughs> <laughs> At least they are in the next aisle, not right behind us. Yeah. Is there anybody in the aisle? Laugh She's like, no, no to self. We're not going to be on just yet. <laughs> yeah. Tell people, you know, quit picking your nose. There's not everybody in here is blind. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, we uh, trying to think. Uh, I just had the thought that came to mind. But uh, I can't think of it. Uh, oh, whenever I was uh, again, I think I was getting my guide dog up there in Michigan. Just like other places, you, you stay in a little dorm. You have shared spaces and shared, you know, washer and dryer. And I'd went in to do my laundry and I checked the machines to make sure it was empty because there was nobody in there. And I uh, opened the lid and I reached inside. And I thought there was nothing in there. And so I just went and dropped my stuff in and I closed it. And then a little while later, a lady comes in and says, Hey, who's doing the laundry over here? <laughs> Why? Well, my stuff was in there. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> well, it's getting worse the second time. Um, and so we had to sort out our our laundry in public. You Literally. probably had some bras and panties put in with your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? This ain't my bra. This ain't mine. Is this a what speedo is this? or what? That's not mine. I know that. Oh, I have an embarrassing story about laundry when I was up at Icre Woods. I was doing my laundry and nothing I did exactly. I was washing my stuff and my bra got stuck in the dryer somehow and the dryer ripped it in half. And I had to have oh. the, the custodian guy it was got the hook somehow got stuck in a hole and I, I don't know what happened, but he had to come and get it out. I couldn't get it out for nothing. And to me, that was kind of embarrassing because this guy I don't know had to come help me get my bra out of the dryer. They were your underwear. That's your unmentionables. <laughs> yes, my unmentionables. <laughs> anyway, embarrassing stuff. Oh, yeah. Or whenever you're uh, reaching to grab somebody's arm for me and accidentally grab a woman's breast. I've done yeah. that to somebody at Terry's wedding. Uh, his one of his ushers that was a woman. <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she just laughed. It's okay. It's happened before. To her? <laughs> well, I guess she guides a lot of blind people. <laughs> oh, Terry does it all the time. It was a rally gra up and grab her chest. Huh? Oh, no. She used to work for mom, this girl. So I'm sure uh, mom has accidentally done it before, too. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not sure if I ever accidentally grabbed any unmentionable body parts. It's, it's, I mean, you're just reaching for an arm and it, your breasts are close to your arm. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Your arm is kind of soft. You go to the gym more often. We okay. uh, PG rated. We do have some email. What sort of nonsense is this? What time is it, sailor? You've still got another hour. I didn't ask you that. I said, what time is it? Nine o'clock. Do we have any email? Let's see if we'll oh. move on to some email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Uh, we got email. We actually have two of them. I usually don't read two of them, but... Uh, this one's awfully short, and now for some reason my computer doesn't want to open. We may have a listener down in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, there we go. Well, not Email that says, hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill, I enjoyed listening to your anchor topic on manual skills. I was listening about how you can learn to play the guitar and piano by ear, but I think I would rather learn to play an instrument with my fingers. Uh, 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 Steve. <laughs> our, our other blind sibling who thinks he's just too good to ever podcast with us. And he does, like he does like to send in emails. <laughs> but since that was so short, uh, let me grab a, another email we got here. Uh, hey there, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Uh, I was reading the paper after breakfast, and I came across an article about a beautiful actress who was about ready to marry one of those big, brawny football players who was known primarily for his lack of IQ and common knowledge. I turned to my wife with a look of a question on my face. I'll never understand why the biggest schmucks get the most attractive wives. My wife replies, thank you, dear. <laughs> Opa makes it on the show. Joe Schmo. Oh, so that's a better one, I think. <laughs> what would you do with a brain if you had one? <laughs> What am I laughing at? Why don't I think of a joke like that? But for now, with our emails and stuff done, it's time for some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. You know what you um, eat when you're in the Everglades? Marshmallows. Marshmallows, <laughs> yeah. My boss sent out an email saying that he was going to fire the person with the worst posture. I have a hunch. It's me. <laughs> have a hunch. <laughs> How does a lion greet a zebra? Nice to eat you. <laughs> What do sheep always take on a camping trip? Their backpacks. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to carry those three backpacks full of wool. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Three bags full. Um, Times New Roman, Ariel, and San Serif walk into a bar. Before they can order a drink, the bartender yells, Hey, get out. We don't serve your type here. the balloons last words to his dad watch me pop <laughs> watch me pop why can't you take a skunk on vacation your trip will stink oh yeah <laughs> good reason You know, I was just thinking, ignorance is just something I don't know anything about. Ignorance, <laughs> don't know anything about it. Why did the dad cross the road? He forgot something at the hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why should you always listen to porcupines? They have a lot of good points. Yeah. yeah so do pine trees, I guess, too. <laughs> Little pine needles. Um, did you hear about the introvert who was very happy living in Antarctica? He was isolated. <laughs> introvert. Uh-huh. What is it called when you wake up thinking it's a weekday and it's the weekend? Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't sand dollars take a bath? Because they just wash up on the shore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I want the starfish. <laughs> My wife told me, you're a better husband than Oliver Bean. I said, who the heck is Oliver Bean? <laughs> How does the dad justify buying a boat? It was a sale. What did America say to England when they called in the middle of the night? Europe? <laughs> <laughs> Europe. <laughs> I have one of those special lamps in my office. It has three settings. Dim, liquor, off. <laughs> Why did the dad cross the road? He saw another dad working on a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, what you doing there? Case Doyle, all right. What's a sailor's favorite snack? Chips uh, and salsa. God. Huh. Uh, I, I went to the doctor and I was really nervous. 
because it was my first operation, the doctor told me, don't worry, spine tube. <laughs> I'm even more nervous. I have a riddle. Um, I am bigger than a whale and I can float over a mountain. What am I? A cloud. Yeah, a big white cloud. Ah, his riddle. <laughs> um, I might have a better one. You can hold me, and in the morning you avoid me, but you can't see me. What am I? Your breath. Uh, I thought I was going to say a snake in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A monster. What are we going to do now, Mommy DL? <laughs> oh, shut up, you little jerk. Come on, let's get out of here. That's all we got then for the final thoughts. So that brings us to the very last part where we like to say, this is your host, Keith, signing off. Thanks for listening. You can find us at your favorite podcast directory like iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever. When you're there, leave us a reading and review. And if you have the time, stop by our webpage and leave us an email. Tell us your own funny life story, funny family story. Ask us a question about blindness so we can talk to you about that. So with all that, we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Oh, I have one more. <laughs> what did the father buffalo say to his son when he went off to college? Bye, son. Bye, son. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny. Well, it won't go off. How do you turn it off? Just press and hold the power button.